Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker. <clears throat> so today, we're going to talk a little bit about how the modern feminism is making it just about an impossible to date, and that it's actually working against women's own best interests. So what do we mean by this? Well, feminists push very hard for their agenda, right? They want equality, they want power, they want um, to get rid of the patriarchy, and they also have a, uh, a problem with toxic masculinity. They don't like men being men. <clears throat> so what happens? Well, you get a bunch of these young guys growing up, and you even get guys that are even a little bit older like myself, and you see all these problems that are happening in dating. You see, uh, well, if you look at half of the, the men going their own way channels, uh, you see all the problems that are happening, right? And guys are getting scared off out of relationships and everything else. But I think this works against women as much as it does men. And, and here's why I say that. I came across an interesting article here uh, written by a woman, uh, Amy Horton, okay? A former actress, etc. That's all you need to know. She's a former actress, right? But it looks like she's she's now in her 30s and she's finding that she cannot date there's no one to date and we talk about this a lot but she went on tinder and and we always talk about how uh 80 of the women want the top 10 or 20 percent of men but what's happening is if she does meet those top 20 percent what is her dating like and i'm going to explain why i think this is a victim uh, why she's a victim of the feminist movement and we'll get there but Let's talk about, I'm going to read her little article here, some snippets out of it. She says, uh, I used to think that my problem was that I was, wasn't trying to date, but I've met a rude awakening. I opened up to the possibility of meeting a man by actually putting myself out there, and all I've gotten in return is a whole lot of rejection. Okay, so she hasn't dated for a long time. Uh, again, I, it sounds like she's in her 30s. She may say that she is here at some point, <clears throat> but... Let's read about her dating experience online. She says, number one, I can't even get a date out of a guy. I thought, okay, I'll go on some dates and see if there's any chemistry. I'll be open to different kinds of men. I can't know what works unless I try. That might be a good way to approach uh, dates if I got any. I seriously can't find a guy who will follow through long enough to even ask me out. It's legitimately depressing. So if you're if you're searching for those guys that you think meet your criteria, maybe she's looking at guys out of her league. Maybe not. But I think we both know that the odds are she's looking at guys a little bit out of her league. And she's not getting the interest. The other thing she has to remember is that if 100% of the women on Tinder are looking at kind of the top guys on there, right? And we've in, in, in my other videos that I've got over uh, that are on BitChute, I talk about that at, at, at uh, length. But if these, these women are looking at the top 10 or 20% of guys, that means 20 guys have 100% of the women to choose from, right? So I don't know where on that scale she falls, but it's not good enough apparently to even get a date. Secondly, she says the dating scene is getting worse and worse. If I'd known a few years ago that things would deteriorate, deteriorate to this level, I would have found me a good man and locked him down. How many times do we say that? That in the 20s, 
when women have their youth and their health and they're in their prime age category to start a family, they should be working hard or looking out for a good guy. If you want to get your education, that's fine. But go out and start a family and get a guy. Don't go through this party time and doing the college thing and and, um, living it up until you're in your 30s. Because by then, guys that are in their 30s are dating in their 20s. Guys that are in their 40s that are looking to their 30s. A lot of us are burned out on the dating scene already and, and we're not interested anymore, right? So she's looking back and saying, man, I should have locked one down when I was younger. I had no idea that Tinder would come about and swiftly create the demise of good old-fashioned romance. I hate this new dating world I live in. I want nothing more than to destroy all dating apps in the awful way they've ruined actual interactions. And I've talked about this, about why you shouldn't get on dating apps and about how it validates women. Well, the same thing could be said for men that, again, are highly desirable guys, right? Is that they have their they have their selection, and it's not to say that maybe men are doing the same thing that women are doing. Those top ten or twenty percent of the guys that are getting all the action, they can swipe through, and if if they don't feel like putting any energy into it, they don't because they've got a line of women backed up behind them. So maybe some of the women are suffering the same thing that some men do. It sounds like she is. And it's one of the things that I talk about. I don't know if I've mentioned this in one of my videos. Sometimes I record videos and I don't publish them because I don't like how they turned out. But, you know, when way back in the day, our dating pool was very small. And when I say back in the day, I'm talking like even 2005. Um, before smartphones came out and had the internet accessibility like they did, you had online dating. But even that wasn't nearly as popular as it's it's become. And when you were my age, when I was in my 20s and, and 30s, the way that I went out to meet somebody is you young guy would get your driver's license. You might get a girlfriend from high school or, or from college or from the local area. Um, maybe someone that you went to the gym to or that, that works at the local movie theater that you maybe met with some friends, whatever, right? But now when you have an app that, that will show you every female or every male within, you know, however many miles you set up, you can put in 20 miles and, and in some big cities, I mean, in New York City, you can put half a mile and there's 10, 20,000 people within that range, right? So now there's almost a smorgasbord. There's a huge selection that you can choose from. And it sounds like she's finding out firsthand what it's like to fall into this very competitive market. Let's continue on. There's so many available options that guys don't try at all. It's like they're sitting there with a huge menu in front of them and so overwhelming that they can't decide what to eat. And if they try me out and I'm not immediately to their liking, they move on easily. There's no need for effort and it's sickening. Of course they blow me off. They barely even think of me as a human being. I'm just another face on a screen. Welcome to what it's like being a dude, right? When I used to be on Tinder and some of the other dating sites, you could swipe and swipe and swipe and swipe and sometimes match. And then if you sometimes match, as a guy, you have to make the first message. I've sat there for weeks sometimes without ever hearing anything from a girl, just out of curiosity. And you send a message and you have to be creative and you have to be interesting and differentiate yourself from other men. Uh, But if that fails, well, you're just tossed aside. So she's, I think, finding out what it's like to be a guy. She's finding out what it's like to be a guy on some of these dating apps. Men constantly decide I'm too much work. Because I have needs and feelings and that I'm not some accommodating robot, I'm too much trouble to bother with. There are so many options online that they can easily find some girl who doesn't require anything of them. 
I avoid all the douchebags by refusing to let go of my standards, but I'm getting rejected by so many men that's starting to screw with my head. Again, how many times do we say, you know, the 80-20 is us guys? Maybe we're being a little bitter about it, but so is she, right? I think in many times, especially on these dating apps, um, a five, a guy that's a five is cool dating a girl that's a five. Would he like a 10? Who wouldn't? But guys tend to, will date, you know, when we use the one to 10 scale, a five will usually look at women that are fours and sixes. Sixes, you're trying to date up a little bit. Fours, you go, "Eh, okay, she's, you know, pretty close to where I am and five is equal. Women, whether they're a a one through a 10, always try to look at those eight through 10 men's. And and we've statistically looked at this. And I've, I've, again, in in one of my uh, Why Go MGTOW uh, videos, um, I've got that information on there that they all tend to look at the very best men. And since men, again, and I've mentioned this many times, but if a eight or a seven dude will will hook up with a five or six girl because he goes, eh, it's easy, you know, it's it's a it's a quick uh, a quick interaction with a nice girl, little in and out, and and it's easy. That girl then says, well, if I can get a seven or an eight like that guy, even if it's only for a fling every once in a while, I'm sure I can find that same quality guy to date. And realistically, they can't. So here she feels like, you know, men decide that she's too much work. It's because maybe they're dating down a little bit. She's trying to reach up and they don't want to put in the effort of, of too much because they go, well, you know, she's a, I'm two points higher than her or whatever. And, and they just don't put in any effort. She says, I demand common courtesy. Therefore, I'm considered a pain in the ass. Women must have horribly low standards these days because guys are always shocked when I want them to give me respectful treatment. Yes, if you want the pleasure of my company, I expect you to plan a date. That's really old-fashioned thinking to think that dudes got to... Why do we have to send the first message? Why do so many women expect us to pay for the first meal or every meal? Um, why do women expect us to to arrange a date? You know, the problem is that men used to do that. And what would happen is they would get a good girlfriend. But the problem is now that so many girls do the same thing of just short-term relationship bouncing to another, bouncing to another, that no guy wants to put in all this effort only to be used for a, a meal, only to be used for whatever, and then get kicked to the curb. Just dudes are not into that anymore, and so they're not putting that much effort into it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a fancy, but at least come up with something for a date. The level of laziness among single men is appalling. No wonder none of them have girlfriends. Now she's starting to, then you see her anger? She's starting to sound bitter at them. Like, we're jerks. No wonder you don't have a girlfriend. Well, maybe they don't want a girlfriend that badly. Maybe they're just kind of like seeing what's out there. Many women do that for validation. Why aren't guys doing the same? Maybe they are. Maybe they're just bored swipe and see if they can get a casual hookup. But there's no reason to get mad at them. I mean, it is what it is. Deal with it. We have to. Even when I think things are going well, I get ghosted. Sometimes guys actually lead me to believe they're truly interested. They say lots of pretty things and compliment me. They state their excitement to spend time with me. Funny enough, when it comes down to actually jumping in, they suddenly make excuses and disappear. What kind of world do I live in where guys are too afraid to actually meet in person? It's bizarre. I've got another article that I'm going to read after this, but I will tell you, maybe they're married. Maybe they have a girlfriend. Maybe they're a little bit shy and it's easy to do text game. I mean, we're all strangers on the internet, right? So some people can really spit some venom when they're on Twitter or they're on uh, Reddit or some some of these other websites. They'll talk some major crap. 
But if you were to meet the person that you're talking to, a lot of times there's some of these guys that would get their tail kicked, right? If, if they showed up talking smack to the wrong person. So it's easy to be brave over the internet, but when it actually comes down to meeting something, again, there's a lot of things that are behind why men are afraid. And I'm going to get to that in a minute, but you know, she gets blown off. Uh, I get tossed aside so frequently that it's messing with my head. She had to delete all her dating apps. I'll, I'll, I'll shorten this up a little bit. Um, I had to delete all the dating apps. I know that I'm a wonderful woman and a great girlfriend, but the callous disregard of men online made me question my own self-worth. I started thinking that maybe there's something really wrong with me that these guys find too intimidating and ambitious for them. In reality, I can't change the fact that they're so insecure. There, But there's no, you know, when things don't work out for you, isn't there also a little part of you that says, you know, maybe I'm coming across too strong. Or when a relationship goes bad, there should be some self-reflection. You know, maybe I was a little bit of a jerk. Maybe I expected too much out of them too quick. There's no self-reflection here. It's just always, it's everybody else's fault. I like who I am, but it seems most guys don't. Okay. I'm tired of men who say one thing and then either back out of it completely or act completely the opposite. One minute I'm the coolest, most genuine, interesting, grounded woman they've ever met. The next I'm too busy. Uh, oh, I'm, next I'm too much for them and they feel that I, de- they de- that I deserve better than them. Just be honest and quit with the lame cop-outs. I like who I am, but this pattern makes me feel bad. Uh, yeah. Now, we don't know if it was a hit it and quit it where the guys were really into them and then they got some tail and they bounced. It sounds like it. Uh, I don't take rejection personally, but I have feelings. We all do. It makes me feel small and invisible to be passed over so frequently. Wow. Welcome to being a man. Welcome to being a man in the, in the 2020s. We all get that. We get that a lot. We get that all the time. And I think she's just seeing how it feels to be a dude in that one. So, yeah, it, it's it's kind of crazy, right, that, that guys are, have gotten it. They're now just as picky as some of the women are. I mean, let's face it, if if I'm a guy that rates himself as a seven, which I don't, I, I don't get into any of that because I don't care about any of it. But let's say I, I consider myself a seven. If I could date a six or a seven or an eight, yeah, sure, I'd go out on dates with them. Would I, would I marry one? Would I be in a long-term relationship with one with what I know? No. And knowing that um, if I stay healthy and active, uh, you know, you look at um, Brad Pitt, you look at Tom Cruise, some of these guys that are like mid-50s. Keanu Reeves is 55, right? So is Tom Cruise and, and Brad Pitt. These these dudes are good-looking, right? Now, I'm not good-looking like they are, but but seeing them with a like a cute 31-year-old or a 28-year-old is not out of the question, right? So why would I want to hitch my post to to somebody that, you know, a lot of women, especially young women now, are having kids, and why would I want to hitch my post to somebody that if a woman has two kids and a dog and I come in and date them, I'm automatically in fourth place, fifth place, actually. She'll, she loves herself. She loves her two kids. She loves her dog. And then there's me. You think I want to come in at fifth place? No, that's what they talk about with baggage, right? And then lastly, this is an article that's that's written by a woman, by Kristen. And if you want to know why I'm reading articles written by women, It's because I like to see how they see us. Um, I already know how men feel about men and men feel about women because I am one. But I like to read things that are from women and from the outside in. And this is interesting because what she talks about in the world of dating, men are scared. 
And, and she's actually advocating it's time for women to step up a little bit. And she says, you know, during this Me Too period of, of, of change, guys kind of feel like this, or, or women feel like this. Ask me before kissing me, ask me before flirting with me, ask me if I want, a sec, if I want sex, approach me this way, um, interpret my cues and what I'm, my, my body language is saying, only talk to me if I'm interesting or if I'm sorry, only talk to me if I look interested. I don't know what that look looks like. I don't know what that look looks like. Keep talking to me if I continue to seem interested, but stop talking to me if I don't. It's a bunch of guessing games, right? And she's saying this. She's saying, look, I know. I know that this is the way we're coming across nowadays. I get it. And men are saying, yep, exactly right. So a little bit further on, she says, you know, with with everything that's coming through with feminism and teaching um, women that men are, are bad and women are strong and powerful and that there's the patriarchy and all of this other, there's only 9% of women identify as, as, as feminists, but they're very loud about it. And they're very heavy handed in trying to talk about their message. And what this ends up doing is bleeding into everyday culture. I mean, it's like the woke when I was talking about go woke and go broke on these movies, they're targeting something that's towards feminism, but that's only 9% of the population. Of course, your message is going to die on the vine and your movie's not going to do well. So she says here that she has a male, uh, a male Facebook friend recently complained on a post that the movement has gone so overboard that his innocuous, flirtatious, throwaway comment directed at a woman was quickly blown out of proportion and perceived as harassment. And he said, what I said was, I said that your dress is the same color uh, red as the high court building in Calcutta. That was too much. You can't say anything anymore, he says. It was a very particular shade of red. I was thinking color, not dress, not the woman's body in the dress. He said, but hey, I get it now. You used to be able to say, hey, you look great. Not anymore. Pathetic. Picture yourself. You're on out on a date, right? And this is actually, she writes this little script in here, but what it might be like, but Imagine you're on a date with a girl and she's, and you say, and this is so unromantic, but, but this is kind of the expectation that it seems some women want now. Oh, is it okay if I kiss you? Is it okay if I hold your hand? Would you like to go back to my place? Is it okay? Would you like to fool around? Is it okay? May I? It's so passive. It's so weak. It's so, ugh. and I don't, I'm not doing that. I mean, is it, can I, can I touch your hand? Can I pet you like a dog? No, so men are just going, no way, man. I'm not going through all that stuff. And here's the worst part of it, right? Is that if you say, hey, do you want to fool around? And she says, yes, but she really means no, but she's scared to say no because she's afraid you might hurt her or do something bad to her. And she says, yes. And then you go through with it. Well, the day after the regret and she can go into the college, she can go into work, she can go into uh, police, and she can say, "I, the way he made me feel, I felt I was going to be harmed if I said no. So I said yes, but he, he should, I think he knew that that's enough, man, you're done, you're done. So if you, if you're, if you get a yes all the way through up until she leaves the door that night or in the morning or whatever, and the next day or the day after that, or in Brett Kavanaugh's case, right, 40 years later, they have regret, you're guilty. And and now who wants to who wants to deal with that? So you're damn right men are afraid. 
yes, there are women going out and there are dudes going out and they're doing the hookup and people are still dating. And when I say everyone, it's not everyone. Maybe this is only 10% or 20% or 30% of the population. But if you take 30% of the population and take them out of the dating pool, and then you take another 30% out of the dating pool because they're married, and then you take 10 or 20% that are completely nutbags or, or they're deranged and they're not somebody you'd want to go out with, yeah, it, there's no one left out there. So, you know, in many ways we talk about why is it good to be a bachelor? It's because you don't have to worry about any of this. I do not stress one bit about what the dating scene is like and what culture is like and about the Me Too stuff. And I don't have to worry about any of it. I don't. Because I don't interact with anybody in a private fashion or in a non-public area where I have to worry about any of this stuff. This is what happens when you're a woman and you listen to the feminist and you push this agenda. Everybody gets hurt. The women are feeling it too. Both guys and women, the dating's not going so well and no one's happy about it. And until society changes and until this victim mentality goes away and until we fix the narcissistic damaged uh, men and women out there from single single parent families and, and just being raised by mothers, what is it, what did I say, 80, 70% of the time and, and when the parents are divorced, this is not going to go away. We're in this for a long haul, guys. This is what the future's like. Welcome to society. Guys, don't forget I've got uh, At the Unknown Adventure with Instagram, uh, so go there. It's um, I should have a little card here with it on there. It's also down in the details down below. Um, you can go check that out and see all my travel stories um, from 36 countries. i got about 2,000 photos out there. So go to uh, at the underscore unknown underscore adventure to uh, see what that's like. Feel free to ask me questions about my photos or whatever. It's not part of the Manosphere Bachelor stuff. It's just me and my travels. So feel free to ask me any questions on that stuff, and uh, I'll have another video up for you guys soon. So this is Joker. This is Better Bachelor. I'll talk to you guys soon.